Yeah, just um, I'm down here for a second, so just don't um, yell because I'm recording something. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go upstairs, but just for right while I'm doing this, real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the media center. Y'all gotta stop talking. I'm trying to start. <laughs> go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nigga got a media center and shit. Media center. Nigga got names for his rooms and shit. Shut up, yo. Nigga probably got a living room. <laughs> <laughs> probably got a room he eats in or something. <laughs> no, I'm talking with you. No. <laughs> uh, it's funny, man. Yo, but talking about like rooms and shit, like a nigga up here paying way, nigga in Jersey paying like way too much for this uh, one bedroom apartment. I mean, it's wow. decent because I'm in South Jersey. It's decent for Jersey, but yeah. it's like they call it luxury because whatever the fuck, the ceilings is high, can't touch them, and like it's got like the you know the stainless steel list and this guy's automatic, blah blah, whatever the fuck. But it's like I was talking to my boy this weekend and shit. He had a little cookout and it was cool because it's like the first time I was able to like get out and just be somewhere and feel comfortable why, in like why? a space with like you know it's a small group. You know what I'm saying? There was a decent amount of, like, social distancing, but, you know, he was there drinking, eating good grilled food and shit, all that. And uh, it was dope. Um, but one thing he was that's talking that's about, crazy, when he was talking about, he was looking for cribs to buy up here, uh, well, up there in, like, fucking, like, Irvington and Orange and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But he was looking at the prices and shit he could get. Yeah. And he was like, fuck that. I'm about to go back down to like Georgia. He was there for a minute, maybe cop yeah. a crib down there somewhere else down south and just let his money stretch and like do shit like that. Yeah, nigga. <clears throat> I mean, yo, that's what I've been telling everybody, yo, like the yep. prices are too damn high for everything, though. Like you can't mm-hmm. buy a car for less than 30K. You can't buy a home for less than 300K. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, the prices are too high. And the problem with the real estate thing is even though I, I, I'm still holding to the fact that the real estate market is going to take a hit, is that the demand is still up. You know mm. what I mean? Like, people still want these shits, even with the prices being high. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's, it's, it's fucked up all around. Like, it's, it's a weird economy we live in. Niggas say they don't have money. They complain about the money. We complain <clears> about <throat> the costs and the prices because they're all up. And we complain about the jobs because they're going away. But the demand isn't going anywhere. Yeah. It's wild. Because it's like, I can say, like, for where I'm at, North Carolina, like, you know, there's plenty of houses available. And I guess, I don't know, I always look at it, and I guess I'm, I've kind of gotten used to it now. When I, when you come down from up north with given the prices and you come south, you know what I'm saying? Your perspective is so wide. You're like, wait, what? You're giving me that for how much? And you're like, yo, I was just paying more rent for a two-bedroom then you giving me a five or six bedroom home with a backyard for the same for let for you know for you know, a couple yeah. couple hundred dollars less. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm but, saying? Especially when you got a family. I get. I don't know. I have a whole. I guess because I look at everything yeah. from a family perspective. Like if I was single, I get it. Yeah. But if I'm two kids or more. But I you said something. Not. I just I I know you you go on there, but I, you know, are there really plenty of homes available in North Carolina? Because that means something to me. Yeah. Like it's ex- like it's a, like it's expanding. Like there's a there's a lot. Well, I'm okay. Well, I'm not in Raleigh or Charlotte, so I'll say that. So it might be a little bit. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. But that doesn't matter. So the okay. the fact that there's a high inventory, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. If inventory out outweighs demand, then the prices should go down. Like that's what that's those are the type of things that keep 
prices down. Like if there are pockets in the, right. in, in the uh, country where there's a uh, high inventory, but not a, you know what I mean? Like, but then they're sitting there or, you know what I mean? Even just a high inventory just existing, you know, that, that, that's meaningful. Right. Well, I won't say it's a high inventory sitting. When I say I should, let me be more specific. They're continuously building. So there's a they demand. They did that last they're time. Filling, yeah. They're filling the demand, but they're so continuously they building time. and flattening lands and, you know, flattening forest areas and building more homes. And yeah. more they homes did that last like time. That. That's how they lost money. They did that last time. They kept building. Um, that When we had the economic downturn under Bush. If you remember that that, Ob- yeah. that Obama came into like the two two thousand and seven shit, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the inventory was too high, you know what I mean? Like like it goes back to uh, um, what they did in during the Great Depression, you know what I mean? We talked about this last pod, I believe, or a couple pods ago, when they were burning the fields, you know what I mean? Because oh, the inventory yeah. was too high, you know what I mean? Talking about like, talking about deflation, yeah. yeah. And so it was the same thing with with um with this you know what i mean they had to get people to stop building homes and if people keep on building homes going into a bad economy man that shit could be a problem at all or but we are the better than you pod <laughs> yeah i was coming to get my other thing so i can see what's going on <laughs> yeah you've been listening to us for a couple of minutes we are the better than you pod pod it's that philly shit pod uh, I think, you know what, I'm going to start with Ann today Because Ann is joining us You know what I'm saying, we four for four today And I'm going to let you jump it off And see how you're doing And see, you know, how how far, how much further along you are Than you were just last week alone Or the past two weeks I'm doing better The breathing is getting better Like I said, I think that's the most important thing I know that, you know, from my doctor And Went to a specialist that they said it's, it's going to take a while. So I got to just keep, you know, walking, talking, fighting through it. You know, I'm just, I'm more than anything else, man, I'm just glad to be back just to feel some sense of normalcy. So it's good to be here. Oh, word. That's word. What that's is, what's man. up. Word, what's up? Word. Joe, how are you? Oh, uh, me? Man, nah, I'm good, man. Like I said, from like the jump, um, actually like got out the house and like stayed out the house for a significant amount of time this past weekend. Um, yeah, just uh, cook out with my uh, my peoples and shit. They're going to run it back. It's going to be some more people there, which is all right. You know what I'm saying? As long as it don't get crazy and shit, because I like, you know, I ain't trying to be a bunch of, around a bunch of randos and shit and like <laughs> getting niggas trying to get daps and shit. Well, nah, fuck that shit. But um, yeah, even on Sunday, um, I was kicking it like with my peoples and shit. Um, she had renovated her, well, she renovating her house or whatever, um, got new floor, shit looked nice, was there drinking, talking shit, and it was like, wow, and, um, shit, I know we probably gonna get to it and shit, but that, uh, it's funny, the verse has been, like, everything, like, for me, for, like, since yeah. some shit started going off, but it's like, since I was kicking it with my peoples, I kind of, like, halfway peeked into the, the Luda Nelly shit, but, like, mm-hmm. being around, like, real folks, like drinking and shoot the breeze and talking shit is like I didn't give two fucks. I ain't really give two two fucks to really like pay attention to it. It's like so I'm wondering like everybody talking about yo when the when the fuck is when the when the COVID shit over your versus gonna mm-hmm. be on like HBO nigga it's gonna be on Netflix. I'm thinking yo nigga I don't know how many fucks I'm gonna give about the shit to yeah. like. You know, kick it with my peoples and shit, or go to a bar, <clears throat> cookouts. Well, you know what I'm saying. 
But I'm good though, man. I'm good. I need well, that. well, that's what's right. like, well. You know, we'll jump into that. Let me just introduce B, and then we can just go right into that because I have a few thoughts on what you just said. Sure. Yeah. No. Nah, everything is good. Yeah, man. It's just one of them them days. I'm happy to 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 be chilling with y'all. You know what I mean? Chopping it up. That all. Word. So, yo, Joe, right back to what you were talking about with the verses piece. I mean, you're right that we may not be necessarily giving a fuck, but we just wouldn't be giving a fuck because, and it's marketed a specific way. I had a, I had a, um, a nice conversation with somebody in the tech field, my man, um, my man James Andrews, who's been in the tech field for a while, and we were just talking about. He doesn't. He actually doesn't like verses, and and I guess he's looking at it with a diff, with different eyes. Being that he's in that tech space, he's just like, it's so much bigger than IG. He wasn't necessarily talking about the uh, platform. He says it's just good on IG because the people are already there. So he's like, I get it, yeah. but you can really make it something a lot bigger. And he started really going into what Tory Lanez is doing. And I don't know what Tory Lanez is doing, but he really started breaking down. Like, he's got this amount of people and the people followed him there. And if you just yeah. bring the amount of people, he said, but you just don't go in there. He said, you know, maybe you jump it off with a Dre and Diddy where you can really have something to drive the people to that platform per se. But he was, it was just interesting hearing him talk about it. The other thing, just to speak to what you were saying, Joe, and then we can really jump into Nelly and Luda directly, but you were talking, you wouldn't give a fuck about it because it's on Saturdays, but it's strategically on Saturdays now because most people can't do the things they would mm -hmm. normally do. They would just in turn just move it to like a Thursday night. I was just about to say, yeah, like say, Thursday, so would say Thursday would be lit. That's that the, would be I was thinking about that same shit. Yeah. So that's what yeah. So that's what yeah. they which makes the most sense. I mean, it's not yeah. genius or nothing, but it's logical. Like, oh, you can't have it on Saturdays because the tunnel. Damn, I'm aging myself. But whatever's <laughs> whatever's open, wow. wherever you out. So Thursday's the night you just chilling anyway, or maybe Sunday night before football. But you know. Yeah, but now, it's funny when before you said it, Thursday was the perfect day that popped in my head because it's uh it's just close enough to the weekend, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You get that, you could talk about that shit Friday, you know, if you're a worker with your people who have shit and then just be doing what you're doing, it'd be good, like talk over the weekend mm -hmm. and it wouldn't really conflict with anything. And I would definitely like catch shit if it was Thursday, cause like yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'll, I'll be in the crib on a Thursday because we got to work on Friday usually. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, that shit would be dope. Yeah, so. but to jump right into the to the Luda and and Nelly joint, I mean, well, first off, I caught, I kind of came in, I guess maybe 15, 20 minutes in. So from what I understand, there was some, because when I came in, Luda was by himself, and I was like, damn, what yeah, happened? Yeah. And I guess they had the little. There was storms. There was storms, oh, there was storms over there in um St. Louis. In St. Yeah. Louis. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. So that's probably so he why was he kept... fucking up. Like it was, it, it was in and out. You know what I mean? I got it. Okay, so that makes sense. I mean, that's not no Teddy Riley shit the way because I'm just yeah. coming in. But okay, that makes sense. But you know, talk, speaking directly to the um, speaking directly to the battle, and I and I said in our group chat, I said, "Yo, Luda," I said, "Nelly's hitting him, but Luda is just on his Floyd May Mayweather. He's just countering every single joint." That yeah. he threw out there, he's just everything he threw out there. Luda had the perfect answer for everything he threw out there. That was like a haymaker. Luda still connect, came right back and didn't fold, came right back. So I thought it looked good. I thought it was Luda cool. is Luda is the old um radio DJ. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he know he know how to handle mm -hmm. that shit from the start. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you though. Um, I probably listened to like an hour of it and then I was like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> I can't even remember what I it did. It didn't have the juice. It didn't have the juice. The juice wasn't yeah. behind 
Yeah, it didn't feel like it wasn't no vibe to me. So I was just like, man, I, I left that shit. I mean, niggas was still hitting me like, y'all, they played that. Oh, I didn't really give a fuck. I didn't even yeah. respond to anybody. I seen you in the group chat and I wasn't even really responding to you because I was like, I stopped watching that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know why it just wasn't, you know what I mean? It just didn't. Nah, it didn't have, it didn't have I, I, could, I know what it is. It didn't, have, yeah. it didn't have the juice, but I didn't have shit else to do. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that's what, what, so I just stayed on. That's what make it, but it's fun. I, I did look at like uh I did catch like a playlist uh of what they play and and, and it really seemed like Luda did come in with like the shit that like I wanted the nigga to play, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. and if I really didn't have shit to do, I probably would have watched most, if not all of it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't and, uh, I didn't even know that Luda had a song with Jay Z and Nas. <laughs> I didn't know that shit. Look, I had to be quiet for a minute because I'm trying to run that shit through my fucking dictionary in my head. What is the rule? I got to go back to that. He, he, well, he opened up the thing while we were waiting and was and kept playing like little clips of the shit. And so mm-hmm. I, I went back and listened to it, yo. And it was all right, yo. Was all right. Wait, yeah, you, you said Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. I don't know that. That's all right. Yeah, I didn't know he had one. It was from 2008, too. Oh, I got yeah, I got Yeah, it's not it wasn't even new because I looked at all that shit. I was like, man, what the fuck? And then he played a new song from um that he has with Timberland. Oh, oh yeah. I missed that. I missed that. I heard that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. With a win. What'd you say? Is it the one with Wayne on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. the one with Wayne on it, yeah. Mm. It was that, all right. That's, that's... It wasn't super great. But you know not... what I mean? Like it was all right. It was all right yeah. though. It was all right. Did Luda watch Nelly like I thought he would? Nah, yeah. I'll be honest. I thought it'd been worse, but Nelly held on for ten rounds because you know, usually it, it gets harder after those first ten rounds because that's when you gotta dig. But I didn't realize, like I said, I came in late. I didn't realize Nelly was able to hold a lot of his hits and his smashes till that second half, which kept him, you know, which kept him like still throwing jet, throwing, you know, throwing um hooks. Like he was yeah, but I'm gonna to put it to you there. like this though, Alex, man. When the nigga was like, um, I forget what Luda played. It was early on, and then Nelly played his song, and I ain't know what the fuck that song was. And I was asking niggas like, what the fuck song is this shit? <laughs> and nobody knew what the fuck song it was. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Nelly might have held on to his hits, but niggas ain't know what the fuck he was playing in the beginning. That's yeah. part of oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. Off. I missed, I missed a lot of the beginning stuff, so I don't know. What he played to to last that long? I was Nigga, surprised. nobody knows what he played. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Fuck shit. Now shit. I was like, damn, I must not. I gotta brush up on my Nelly if he was able to get ten strong without nah. getting any of these songs. Nah, hell no. He did that for niggas like you. He was like, oh, niggas gonna be late. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you the one thing that that actually um, they and just for uh, kicks and gills, they I think they only got up to like about four eighty. I don't think they hit five hundred. At all, I don't think they hit 500. But yo, I found the um, most interesting part to to Saturdays specifically versus was the after the uh, the after interviews or whatever that Swiss was having with LL and mm-hmm. with Busta and who Busta was calling out like Busta was calling out Snoop and <laughs> then you know and then Swiss kept asking. He went to I think he spoke like three. He kept asking he's like yo, who wants the LL smoke? And I had to think, I had to really think about that because we last last pod, yeah. I B had LL at number two. Yeah. And then I had to be like I know he's up there. I just never I don't rank my rank. I just say Jay-Z's number one, then we'll figure out the next four. 
But now so, to really put LL at number two before you go be, I was just like, uh, yo, and the way LL was breaking it down, and I was like, yo, I don't really think LL got so many different bags. It would mm-hmm. really have to be a Jay-Z to go against him, just given his bags of where he's at and how long it's span giving us hits. Ahead, Jay or, or, or a Nas is what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? Really? Make it Queens versus Queens. Yeah. I mean, Nas I don't the think Nas got the hits. Do it. I just don't think he got enough. I, I don't want to. I mean, I don't know if I want to sit there and like watch Nas and like he Nas really going and, off the henny. Yeah, he better really go off the henny or it'd be like. You're right. right. Yo, it wouldn't even be a. It wouldn't be a joy, enjoyable and shit. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be if, enjoyable L, for me. if L really wanted to do something like that, yeah. I mean, he could make it straight '80s shit. You know what I'm saying? And go yeah. and go at Cool Moe again or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you could do. You could do some wild shit like that if you wanted to. But yeah, nah. I mean, nobody really want to see it. That L yeah. smoke, man. and you could see it, and you could see it in the comments. Like, Swiss was talking to LL and LL, and he was like, Yo, what about Snoop? He was like, Nah, Snoop could do it. Yo, Snoop put right in the comments, Hell no, yeah, niggas, none know. of that smoke. <laughs> I said, Yo. But you did say something that piqued my interest, though. Um, when you said Buster versus Fat Buster. Joe, that well, yeah, shit. yeah, he said Buster versus Fat Joe. Buster yeah. versus Fat Joe would be ill. Because they so? both got a street bag and they both got club bags. You I, know think, what I, mean? I think I think Buster's club bag is so ridiculous. Like and Lean Fat Back Joe's would be his own, I don't know. It's Lean Back and then... Oh, no, you got to think about this shit. All the way do, up. He, did, he, did some, he got some shit with... Uh, then he do some shit with like Murder, Inc. He got uh, yeah. R. Kelly shit. That's yeah, yeah. Fat Joe yeah. got for a scenario would would have to be all the way up though, you know what I mean? He have to come, he have to follow scenario all the way up because he don't really have nothing else for that, you know what I mean? Nah, but that's when I take the other route. Who was we listening to that said that they said they would take the other route when you and play just, a certain song? Stay low, just take stay the low. L. Yeah, yeah, just take the L. It's like yeah. nah, like and when play, you play, play the doo doo doo. Jealous yeah. ones, envious, some shit like that. Yeah, when you play, <laughs> put your hands where my eyes can see. Take the loss, bro. Yeah. Take the L, play some ring <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then yeah. even Buster, because when you remember Buster, we don't really got to stay on this long, but if you remember Buster in the beginning, before he dropped the first album, that year he dropped Lead the first album. Lead us to the new school, nigga? Nah, 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 nah. His features. He was on mm. everything. Everything. Oh, he, he, was on he was the everything. sound. Yeah, he was the sound. Yeah, you're right. Fat Joe don't want that. Yeah, he that played a uh, Flavor Your Ear remix. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, that, that his his yeah, feature nah, bag was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, but right. I think that would be that would be a fairly like low rated one that might be lower than the Luda Nelly shit in terms of like just people maybe giving a fuck because it's super hip hop because it's yeah, so hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Buster's like one of them niggas that's like gotta be really forgotten by like a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we we remember when Buster was like shit, he was like the featured guy before like Wayne took it how many years later and shit. He was yeah. like just making his own little street remixes, jumping on shit, some official shit, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Buster's a he's, he's a weird, he's, he's he's a weird cat to think about. 
in the verses. Did they have? Did they line up who they who they want next or who they got next officially? No, but I'll tell you the most interesting thing I heard that night when they was talking about it. And Swiss said they got Quincy Jones. And I said, what? Who the fuck is battling Quincy Jones? Nobody. That's a- like, what? I was like, wait, like, who are you bringing back from the dead or are you going to have Steve sure. Wonder? Like, who are you bringing? Because that's the only man, that's the only person that really you can put, I don't even want to say put him in the same space with, but that's really the only person. Because Stevie as a writer, producer, when you think about Minnie Ripperton yeah. and all those other people he wrote for. You could maybe bring Stevie out, but who are you really putting in the bag with Quincy Jones when he getting his Beatles bag or whatever? That you know what I'm saying? Weird. <laughs> and I'm thinking about Quincy in between tracks and shit. I don't know if I want to find out about like Sidney Poitier fucking <laughs> some nigga. Like, it'd be weird. Yo. I remember when I was with Sidney Poitier and fucking Marla Brando. And Marla Brando was like, let me fuck you. Sidney Poitier smacked him and said, I'm going to fuck you. And Brando took it like a man. Like, I don't want to hear that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wildin'. But you know what? Let's stay right here for a moment. Um, a couple of albums came out this past week. I really didn't listen to none of them. I don't know if anybody else did, but I know Future dropped High on Life. Um, Money Bag Yo dropped Time Served, and I, I kind of think that was the only things I was kind of really looking at. Oh, Roy Woods, I do like Roy Woods, but again, I didn't listen to the album. Was there anything that you guys were on that was new that you want to mention, or we could just, you know, kind of skate past that? I mean, well, it should man, be. I don't think I listened to none of them shit. My bad. I didn't listen to nah. You're right. That's what I'm saying. I didn't listen to yeah. anything. I just know they dropped, and I wasn't really paying it. I didn't really take the time to listen to anything. Yeah, I, I was. Did. Oh, oh my Go god. Nah, well, I said I was going to like take the time to check out the new shit or whatever, but I saw that uh, artist I like out of California, a dude uh, Moses uh, Sumney or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to that when you told me to. Yeah, he dropped, uh, I think he dropped, a, it was a double album. I think he dropped the first part like a month ago or something, but I didn't catch it until he dropped the second part, a double album called uh, Gray, uh, G-R-A-E. And um, I had his first album, bought that shit on vinyl, really, really fuck with it. Um, so when this shit came, I'm like, yo, let me give it a listen. And it's just dope-ass music, you know what I'm saying? I checked, like, niggas' reviews on that after I listened to it, and it was all, like, high reviews and shit from all the folks that review shit, whatever, but it was, like, the dude is, like, a real, like, artist and shit, you know what I'm saying? They can give you, like, Prince vibes, mm. they can give you fucking, like, sometimes, like, 80 rocker vibes a little bit. The man, well, I mean, that's also Prince, too, but... Oh, Moses Sunday, okay. Yeah, it's first, uh, I think the first album... I skipped over it because it said alternative, so I kind of, and I didn't know what the cover was. Yeah, I thought it was weird when it. Joe sent that to me, but I listened to it. It wasn't, it, they just said that. Oh, okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Because if it's a name I don't know, I kind of look at the genre. And then yeah, yeah, me like, too. I kind of skip by. I'm like, nah, fuck it. that shit. But I'm going um, to I mean, really, now. really <clears> what I've been listening to is, um, it, not that it just came out, I mean, a couple weeks ago, it was, um, it was the JoJo album that came out. I, mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. listening to that. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to Snow. I've been listening to Snow Allegra's second album a lot. I think it's really dope. I mean, I know her latest album gets all the pub, right. but that second album, like I've been, I've been listening to that shit on yeah. um, on repeat like a lot actually. And um, I was listening to some shit, some other shit. Oh yeah, Alina Perez. Oh, oh yeah, first of all, oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
Yeah, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta shout you out, B, because once you put that playlist out, you know, the kids be yeah. outside, so I'm, it's easy for me to throw that on. That kind of really put me back in the listening to yeah. Snow again, and a, yeah, an artist I, I love named Aya. She put out an album in 2014 and never dropped, but I love her album. I, I'll shoot it to you guys in the group text, but it's just it has me in that lane right now. Where it's just like, oh, yeah. man, this is just real good music. I feel good. I feel great. Like you know, a what few saying? people have been telling me that, yo. It made me yeah. feel good about putting out a playlist because like a few people have been telling me that you know what I mean they really enjoy the shit and it get them vibes of other shit and you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, that's what's up. And it made me yeah. just go back and like listen to Snow. Like I said, listen to like those few those. I don't want to say abstract artists, but just non-mainstream, you know, because right. it's more mainstream now when you got her, you got Snow Allegra, like, they're yeah. kind of, like, climbing on the backs of what Erica and Jill laid, like, they're now able to pop a lot sooner than, you know, the oh, struggle right. that Jill and Erica had, so, yeah. salute um, salute to them. Yeah, um, before, before we, like, move, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, like, yeah, Brian be real, real, real thorough with the playlist and shit, like, I, I throw on, like, just... I mean, we made like a Swiss uh, Beats playlist, yeah. and I, well, no, not Swiss Beats. I'm thinking of what's the name? Um, I did though. I made a um Neptune's one too. Neptune, but one I was thinking about was a uh, Just Blaze one and shit. Yeah, that's and I swear I put that shit on like every like like almost every week and shit just to like let shit go. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I really like the way you put together playlists. I don't know if uh. Maybe you know we're saying a music podcast or nothing, but maybe you might hit us with like a playlist we can maybe like share or something. I don't know how that shit works. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, put it, it would be on Apple Music. You know what I'm saying for niggas yeah. got it. But you know, know, let me music, link it on, got, you know, put it, shout out on like IG or something. Yeah, that's just about yeah. what I to get in there. Yeah. yeah. So I got a quick question, and because I don't know much about the whole that whole piece of it, if can you upload anything to um can you make upload any type of playlist to um nah because uh, it'll. It shot me down if I like because there's independent artists that I have on my phone that they won't let me put on a playlist and send to somebody. Like once okay. it leaves my phone, you won't get that song. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay, okay. Got so it. I I gotta make sure. So I always <clears throat> double check on the shit because you know what I mean. Like to I have sure my music. In their library, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Because I was thinking like I was like I I don't got the patience for playlists, but I got a shitload of unreleased music. Yeah, from niggas won't artists let you that, do it, y'all. Yeah, damn. I got like six unreleased Kiss songs. Like they out, but you re- nobody really heard them because he just threw them out on YouTube or whatever. But anyway, right. um, this past weekend was, I guess. Now I hope I'm getting it right because I keep saying this every every pod. This was the last episodes of the the Last Dance, correct? Or yes, no? sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Again, I haven't watched not one episode, so I'm gonna let y'all go on it. Man, throw that to Ant real quick. I know he. Um, nah, he stepped. He he had to step away real quick. Oh, word. All right. Um. Well, shit. I'll say my little piece on it. Um. I I missed him on uh, Sunday, cause I was out actually amongst people, and uh, when I came back, I just forgot all about the shit. Um. Then I did check it uh Monday morning and shit, and uh, I mean it was cool. I mean they they summed it up. They summed the shit up, you know, pretty much. I think it was like the Reggie episode and the first Utah yeah. finals was nine and ten. Yeah. It's pretty much just sewing it up. They beat Utah and they went through the shit. I mean, they talked flu game, which really wasn't a flu game. And <laughs> they shouted out, I forget dude name and shit, but old head that uh yeah. put his arm around Jordan early as like, you know, a security guard. Yeah. 
how MGA works, right. you know, went a big one for him because, you know, whatever, old dude, he had cancer, some shit like that, God bless. You know, niggas, yeah, like one cancer, niggas was still smoking hella cigars after they won, though, but, you know, God bless. But, I mean, it, it was like, it was somewhat anti anticlimactic for me. I mean, we got a little more Dennis crazy and shit, but that was just a mm-hmm. blip. I think it, like, if I was, like, a real MJ fan, if I was a real Chicago fan, I might have got emotional of that last fucking uh, episode, because, like, yeah, this was it, this was that. But, you know, I'm, I'm a Knicks fan, yeah. yo. I just keep thinking about yeah. how, how, like, I mean, they had the nerve to, to throw in um, a little trivia shit that said, said, MJ has knocked out 20 Hall of Famers in the postseason. Who's he knocked out the most? And then fucking... It's like Patrick Ewing and four times. I'm like, fuck you, shit. Now I'm just watching the rest of the shit. Like I gotta watch the end, you know. But that's my take on it. it. All in all, it was a, it was definitely something dope, you know, from one to ten. But the end was like, whatever to me, yo. Yeah, you won a championship, nigga. Yo, can I just say real quick before you go, B? When you say Reggie, you talking? Mm-hmm. About, I'm assuming you are talking about Reggie Miller, right? Yeah. You said it was the Reggie. Episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead, B. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, Joe did come through and and he watched it before me. We both missed it. So it was like um, he, he said it was anticlimactic or he he really kind of joke really kind of said like the shit was um, shit wasn't really that great or whatever. And I was and so I watched it and like I kind of agree with him. You know, what I mean, like it was just like, yo, if you're not a Bulls fan, then it is what it is. But as far as the flu game is, I mean, I feel like we got more perspective on that. You know what I mean? With the food poison and shit. Like, that's a story that I heard. And, you know, there was a lot of people who, who sat there and, and confirmed it. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, all right, I mean, all those other stories that niggas like to tell. Like, mm-hmm. nah, this is the real one. So that was kind of cool. Um, Dennis Rodman leaving yeah. is, was kind of cool uh, because here's the thing. It was, I forget which one of, the, of his teammates said it, right? But Dennis Rodman got fined $20,000 for missing um for leaving like that but the the uh wwf paid him two hundred thousand dollars you know what i mean so oh yeah two hundred fifty yeah yeah two hundred fifty thousand you know what i mean so um so that was a cool one another thing is i'm trying to look for the the official stats i had them and i wasn't and and i should have been ready for this conversation but the knicks won the second most in the 90s to Jordan. So the whole idea that the Knicks were trash and and um it, it was just, you know what I mean, and and uh Jordan was just owning it. Like that's not true at all. Even him type hyping um even him hyping up um uh the Pacers squad. Yeah. The Pacers squad was built the Pacers squad was built against the Knicks. Here it goes. Mm. From 1988 through 2000, the Knicks with Patrick Ewan went 583 and 369. The only Eastern Conference team with a better record was the Bulls. You know what I mean? Like, the Knicks with Ewan literally owned that era. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for Jordan. And that's another thing I didn't... That's another thing that kind of took me out of the end. You know what I'm saying? Was like, episode 9, they talked about Utah and, you know, Carl and yeah. stuff and shit. But it was so much praise for, like, yo, this was the toughest. Like, fuck you, nigga. That was such bullshit, I'm yo. And he, he, was, he lied, nigga. Yo, the, the, it, you can make an argument that the second best player in the 90s was Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. You could really make that argument, yo. He went to the NBA championship two times. You know what I mean? He, I mean, carried it. He never played with another superstar. Never played with another top 50, let alone top 100 player in the NBA. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, 
He was the only dude to do that and carry teams on his back. Two different types of teams on his back. I remember so being not. a kid, like, yo, we got, we, yo, we got Patrick, yo, yo, we also got John Stark. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. John Stark was on the street, nigga, before they got him, like, put him in the yeah, league. Huh? And Hell yeah, like he was, he was delivering gross. I mean, he was, he was bagging groceries, John Stark. Yeah. I mean, on, man. That, that even more says it. Like <laughs> you just said it. Like Pat, Pat did that shit with like. With nobody, I mean, yeah, yeah I did that shit with Gerald Wilkins, be the Jordan stopper. <laughs> yeah, man, but I mean, that that just never threw me off. Like, I mean, I respect Reggie it was Miller petty. for what he was. It was petty. It was petty. petty. He was petty. saying yeah. petty shit. Yo, Jordan was saying petty shit because the Knicks gave him work and he he couldn't mm-hmm. get him that credit. There, mm-hmm. that's it. And of course, in early episodes, we had to see like Scottie Pippen dunk on the snake and like walk over him and shit. Like, he didn't want to show this. But John, Stark, John Stark's dunking on this. I don't care. He didn't want to show John Stark's dunking on him, though. He mm-hmm. Are they didn't talk about that that's, nah, that's a sucker move if you don't talk about yeah. that. You pussy, that's B. One. That's an easy one. To, that's an easy one to talk about. Nigga could just say, yeah. I just jumped because it was just natural. He could have played that off. Yeah. Nah, he knew what it was. Yeah, but now I repeated that fucking, uh, uh, fucking last dance shit. Um, it's on demand, like on ESPN. You can watch it if you ain't, if you missed it. Um, tonight we recorded on a Tuesday, and I think Stephen A. Smith is on like ABC because they real pressed to find content like yeah. talking about this fucking shit. We nigga, we saw like damn near ten hours or nine hours of yeah. document. We don't need you to talk about it, nigga. We know you ain't got shit to talk about. I don't talk about it every fucking day anyway. And uh, yeah, that shit gonna come on Netflix in like uh, about like. A month or two or something like that, so you can even watch it there if you don't have like ESPN on demand and shit like that. But and I, but you know what, to speak to that, they were because of COVID nineteen and the whole situation, they kind of rushed that and they were editing as it was airing. So there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of cutting room floor just the last two episodes. Gonna... Just just the last two episodes. Oh, it was yeah. just the last. Yeah, just the last. Episode. Episode. Okay. Okay. And, yeah, the and last it, two episodes were were with social were the social distancing episodes. Yeah, and uh, it didn't and okay. it didn't even really and it didn't have like that effect on the doc either. It didn't like. Yeah, because it, I'm sure it was a lot of video that they were showing more than individual. And you could do that six feet apart with no problem. Yeah, it wasn't no biggie, yeah. Okay, but I'm sure. But either way, even if they didn't, I'm sure there's a lot of cutting room floor stuff that they can really oh, put together. There is. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how we know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because me when. When me and Joe watched it, Joe, did you, you should have the numbers on the bottom of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. With what, the no, what numbers? What do you mean? Oh, nah, like like it was actual. It was actual like film where they had like the the um you know how they little counter thing on the bottom and shit yeah. like that. Like it was unedited yeah. raw film. <clears throat> they had curses and shit. So yeah. I mean, you know, this shit was different. Yeah, and like from what they said, they interviewed. Uh, do interview Jordan for like fucking like what twenty hours or some shit like that or more like. And fucking all this shit. So yeah, I mean they probably got tons of outtakes and shit. And uh as much as Jordan was like, Man, I'm kinda worried how folks is gonna feel about me, how I did Scott Burrell through like the second half of the shit, but nigga, you you know like there's mad shit that they fucking like left out that's probably worse than shit. Everybody's and, saying he's the goat after this shit, you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. anybody who even really had a question about him versus LeBron. Like the whole conversation the last couple of days was, all right, that shit's over. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much. And LeBron had to be all like benevolent, you know what I'm saying, and come out 
And I, I saw, did I read something, I listen to something, I watch it, I forget. Nah, but you probably read it. It was, it was LeBron, <clears throat> it was just LeBron heavy on his dick, pause. Yeah. But you know, make makes sense and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course. Even though I was just a kid, I saw him, he gave me light, he let me this. And I'm like, damn, yo, you want to fuck this nigga? Or I mean, LeBron wore number 23 coming in. You, you forget he idolized this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Do we think he idolized? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. And I'm just going over his I'll numbers. tell you. I just want you to say this so I can knock it down. I know what you're about to say. Go ahead so I can knock I'm it just down. Gonna, and I'm, like I said, I'm just saying because these are his words. I don't know yeah. the whole background. But his whole thing was the Allen, was Allen Iverson. Nah. Oh, I thought you were going to say, well, was he? Because, like, it, it was it was um Kobe who both idolized him and wanted to be better than him and said, thought right. he was better than him. Mm-hmm. Right, Le- right, right. LeBron had a totally different mindset. It was, it, you know what I mean? He was straight up a fan from the get. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's and, and that's the whole idea and the, the mantra behind it. And then his team was like, damn, yo, you 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 surpass this nigga or or we gotta we gotta promote you in a in a way because you own this era. And that's when you heard like a more bold LeBron, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because of all the marketing dollars and because of what he became. And you know, rightfully so, you know, LeBron is, you know, he owned the gen- generation. So yeah. he has to, you know, he has to in <clears throat> in a certain aspect act like he's owning that generation. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. Yo, Joe, I don't know. I, I wanna um Ask this question because I know, and I know B hates these type of questions. Joe, I don't know if you saw in the in um that other group that we always be looking at every now and then for sports content and stuff. So well, just sports in general. Mm-hmm. One of the things that everybody was going back and forth of: What if Allen Iverson was six five, six six? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. What did you think about that? I thought it's like, <clears throat> I mean. That's something like real common with like the, the shorter dudes is just ill. You know what I'm saying? I don't I really can't say how the shit would like translate. I remember back my motherfuckers was like, yo, when Nate Robinson was like looking yeah. like, oh, he, like looking like a borderline all-star or possible yeah. all-star. It's like, yo, imagine if this nigga was just six feet. Or even if he was like mm-hmm. six three, he would run the league and it's like, uh, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the things I can't really you know, call it, yeah, because mm-hmm. I figure if you taller, you playing your game a little different. You know what right. I'm saying? It just, just naturally, less hard. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's well, just, yeah. Uh, Allen Iverson, that 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 would be my answer. Allen Iverson wouldn't be Allen Iverson if he was taller. That's it. You know what I mean? Allen Iverson had the longest arms in the league. You know what I mean? Nigga knew how to steal the ball and shoot over people. So him him being six feet tall or even five eleven, right. it didn't matter because you know, yeah, like it, it didn't matter because he shot. The ball, like you know, what I mean, it, it doesn't go by that. It go, your your um your reach matters, you know what I mean. And Allen Iverson's arms are stupid long, mm-hmm. and so he played like he played like he was bigger anyway because I mean his his reach. He was able to shoot the ball over smaller guards anyway, and he was able to bang and bang bodies and get inside there with, with um with big players and finish. He knew how to do that, and he was faster than everybody else. So I mean, if Allen Iverson was bigger, he wouldn't be able to do those, those things because he wouldn't have had to learn how to do all those things. Yeah. Right, and that's a lot of things that I always think about. We say, oh, the person's taller, regardless of the sports. Like, you know, you like Nate. Let's just talk about Nate Robinson. Like, you know, I don't know if he has that heart if he's that tall, because his game it would be a little yeah. bit more easy. He wouldn't have to fight as much to get yeah. to where he got to. So, you know, 
It is what it, it is what it is. But yeah, I just thought I just found that interesting because I just said so I just threw something out there just for jokes, but they killed me for it. I was like, <laughs> wouldn't he just be Westbrook? I don't know if you saw what I said. They killed me for it. I was like, no, nah, I'm just saying some shit. I don't I don't know. But whatever. But I just thought I just I just thought that was interesting. Um, you know, I, like like you said, Joe, um, they really reach it for content right now, just in general, all sports outlets uh, sport outlets, period. I mean, cause there's no baseball. There's no football, right? Well, no OTAs with football right now. Basketball, we're hoping to see what's going to happen in July, maybe, and so on and so forth. Now, I don't even know how that affects. I don't know how really how the basketball combine works. I know there's a whole thing in Vegas with the combine. I don't know how that works, if maybe they can still pull that off to for these uh, incoming rookies to still be able to, since Vegas can sign, kind of seclude and they can still do that and perhaps, you know, fly whatever people out there to check those players out. And stuff like that. So it's just a, it's just a dead. It's a it's really one of the worst years for for the, for sports. Period. Like I found myself watching NASCAR trucking series racing. Nah, you wildin'. Yo, something. Was, I was like, oh, this is live. I was like, I didn't know what was happening. This is live. I, I tried to watch horse racing because that's still going on. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Here. I can't watch this shit. But like that's only that's the only real you know one of the, as a major sport that's really going right now is just NASCAR. So we just kind of sitting in limbo with all sports. Never mind what's your favorite. You just sitting in limbo with all sports. Period. But we hope. And, we and what you been good. watching, yo? Fuck wrong with this nigga. Yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my phone just started tripping. Like I heard you then when I, it like and it, it squeezed out. I was flipping over my bad. Oh god. Um, I really been watching. I mean, I, I rewatched. I said before, I rewatched Breaking Bad. I rewatched The Wire. Honestly, the thing I've been watching for the past couple of days is Above the Rim. Why? <laughs> I watched shit like five times. Even though like. Like out no because like it, it's it's such like you watching this is actually a pretty good movie. But yeah, no, like the flow makes it great. Like it's some um it's some film continuity errors that just so so egregious you can't miss it. Yeah. Like at the, like like when they having like the the, the the summertime shootout in, what the dude number fifty two throws the ball down the court, then somehow he catches the ball and does like a three sixty. I'm like, oh y'all mm-hmm. fucking this up. But it doesn't matter. It's like just watching it and thinking about like the storylines. You know, like I said, it's a lot of actors in it. Leon, Bernie Mac, Dwayne yeah. Martin. Oh wow, yeah. Bernie Mac is in that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Bernie. He, he played Flip. Oh, oh, Flip, yeah. Flip, Flip, Flip. Okay, yeah, Bernie yeah, yeah, was okay. Tupac. Flip. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. He played yeah. Flip, and it, it just makes you realize, like, I know, like. From time to time, we definitely talk about Tupac and, you know, him having such a short life and so on and so forth. But watching him as an actor, I think eventually he'd get his rap shit up because he was such a good fucking actor. Oh, no, that's, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. You know, he was a classically trained actor. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah, was Baltimore. an actor. Him and Jada. Was in that him, yeah. Jada, and Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were in that school like, together? Yeah, what's, yeah. The name, what's the name, too? When, uh, well, I know the same school, but... Tupac was an actor. That's why he was oh, such Omar a. Epps was with, with, um, yeah, uh, that's why he, he was so much of a quote unquote thug. Is he learned that acting role quick to the bottom? <laughs> 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 he even acted like 
a rapper for a while. <laughs> well, my enemies, the Hennessy. Yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, yo, watching that shit. So to me, like when I was watching it, right? <clears throat> like that movie was uh was a film like I think ninety three or some shit. Like Pac was oh, like maybe, like twenty one, twenty two. Talking about about the rim. About the rim, yeah. yeah. And I'm watching it, and he seemed he seemed like so to be like that young. Yeah. Like 22, like 20, he really like commanded the screen. He felt like older yeah. than me, like watching it. Maybe because I'm thinking about, okay, I'm like um, 12, 13, whatever, when I watched it first. Yeah. Maybe I went back to that age. But even yeah. now, looking at it, like I could, I look at like some other actors when they were like young as shit. And yeah. now I'm like twice their age. And I see, oh, Marlon Wayne look young as shit, blah, blah, blah. Even Dwayne Martin, you know, he look younger than whatever the fuck. But Pop, maybe because he's frozen in that moment and shit, he, he just. Nah, he just is. He's he's one of the Tupac Shakur is one of the greatest actors in world history. Mm-hmm. Dogs, think about this shit, yo. I mean, go. and then he he was out here <laughs> telling everybody like, yo. <laughs> I remember one time he was running, he was racing somebody in the street. He was like, yeah, nigga, I won because I'll be r- running from cops. And I'm like, nigga, yo, you went from acting school to rapping. Like, when was you running from cops, my nigga? Like, this shit <laughs> didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, the nigga just used to say random shit. And he just knew how to act, yo. I mean, he acted good in Juice. Niggas loved him in the thug role. So he took that shit on with the rapping, you know what I mean? And that, I mean, he made a name for himself. And then when he went to acting, like, full-time, a little bit more full-time and shit, like, his, he had that movie with James Belushi, too. You know what I mean? What did they, uh, oh, y'all remember that shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that, yeah. Was that Gridlock? Yeah. Or, or no, was yeah, that gang-related? Yeah, like he was good in all those shits, yo, because you know why? Because he could probably play any role, yo. Like the nigga just knew how to take on the world. I mean, listen, man, I it's up to you whether you whether you mind if your your rappers are authentic or not. You know what I mean? It's up to you. Well, I mean, speaking of that. Yeah, I was about to say that. Right <laughs> that was speaking a of that. Oh, aesthetic. Oh, that shit came like fucking that was beautiful yeah. pants. But um, yeah, man, authentic. We were big fans of this kid, you know what I'm saying? Before, <laughs> before so his life went super crazy, and then yeah. we took a step back, looked at him like, <clears throat> damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. We talking about Dan Hernandez, aka Six Nine, Takashi Six Nine, and his return to the world after. Being locked up in the feds and shit for me like a year, year and a half, and this motherfucker's gonna have no rust on him. Nigga's skin look clearer than ever. Sounds <laughs> sounds smart as smart as he was when he was making mm-hmm. niggas on the Breakfast Club sound dumb in two consecutive long ass interviews. I fucks with six nine man. I mean, yeah. where y'all at? <laughs> no, nah, I definitely fucks with him. And you know what? He's been breaking shit down. I mean, he's just showing you how smart he is. He's he's been killing Billboard. He's killing Snoop on the rat and shit. He's killing Meek Mill on the rat and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yo, don't get caught in a trap with this dude because he knows how to handle himself, yo. It's the, yo, it's it's like what Joe Button used to call the um the mouse trap. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yo, if, if he mentions your name, yo, don't react, yo, because you're gonna be caught in that mouse trap because he's gonna have something for you already. He just doesn't do it on a whim. You know what I mean? It's but a his, setup. In his defense, he's not really. 
calling their name out. They're calling him out, and he's just reacting. Go ahead. Oh, of course. Like, oh, like, and I just want to go to that Meek shit. I mean, you mentioned it. Like, it was so masterful how he can't, because Meek is like, you know, everybody loved Meek since he, like, got out of jail and shit, or when he went back yeah. in and had to fight in and shit. We saw his his uh, docu-series on uh on Amazon Prime, yo, Meek was it. You know, Meek and Hove and niggas is getting masks and PPE, whatever, and the niggas in jail. We love Meek. But Meek should have just, you know, just let that nigga do what he doing instead of actually tweeting, you know what I'm saying, and making statements on rats and all this shit. Right? Yeah. And, it, and then 6 9 flipped that shit so beautifully. Like, yo, don't you have a newborn son? It's like, oh, when he said that shit, like, you worried about a Mexican with rainbow hair? You got a newborn son? Made that nigga Meek tuck his tail like a bitch. And run back. Like, I'm sorry, yo. I, 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 I. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, think of, I've been in jail so long and niggas, I, I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. Like you said, he shut that nigga down. And all these other motherfuckers that feel as though they need to jump in and talk about him being a rat and talk about this, that, whatever. It's like, he shut the motherfuckers down. Whether he say something directly to him or not, it's like, damn. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the here's the thing with six nine. No, let me not say that. Not with six nine. Here's the thing with a lot of these niggas. Um, a lot of these folks running their mouth talking about rat this, rat that, and so on and so forth. Like you see a lot with Gilly talking about it, and a lot of people who wanna. Whether if they are or if they aren't real street dudes, like at the end of the day, AZ ratted, Poe ratted, Poe yeah. running, Poe running, Poe killed Rich and ratted, mm-hmm. and running around Harlem like he's a king. And they threw a mm-hmm. coming back, uh, come back, a uh, back home, welcome back home party for him in DC. Nikki Barnes ratted. Yeah. So I get it. And, and like I was telling some, like I was telling one of my dudes, shout to Harlem, one of my boys from home the other day, I say, yo, it's just the fact that this just, he's just the first person where this thing played out. And, and social, it's Sammy the Bull rat it. Yeah, this Sammy, is just the first yeah. thing. This is the first time it played out in front of us in, so, in this social, in such this way where we saw it really happen from beginning to end. Like we watched everything and we were able and we had access to everything. I said, so yeah. maybe that's why people feel the way that they feel. But Yo. you know, there's there's a there's very few people that go down in history with that. I kept it quote unquote real. Like like come on, be like. Let's stop it. What Frank Frank Lucas ratted. Like everybody yeah. ratted. Like, come on. Like, like stop calling this. I mean, I don't say stop calling him a rat. You can call him what you want to call him, mm-hmm. but stop acting like the people, some of the people that you celebrate or that yeah. we celebrate in our cult history are rats. <laughs> and the, mo- yeah. the thing about this kid, it's like, yo, he broke down why the shit the niggas ratted, you know, why he ratted and shit. And some folks is like if you had like any like real sense, if you even fuck with kid a little bit, you're like, ah, yeah, I get it. But I think it's niggas that really mad that this motherfucker came up as fast as he did. They was very yeah. happy to see his downfall because a lot of them thought he was obnoxious and it's like he wasn't rapping like Kendrick and shit. So it's like, and so a lot of niggas that hate the fact that he was getting off with this his style of rapping and shit, and the fact that he came home, no witness protection, just as like brash as he was. Dropped the song, nigga wasn't rapping great, but damn it, he had his girlfriend, his girlfriend friends, them bitches that suing Cardi or whatever shit, and like this thick ass bitches in this wonderful rainbow video that was like shit, and did all of these numbers, you know what I'm saying, top five billboard, you know what I'm saying, like niggas is just mad, they gonna be mad, and the shit was, 
you acting like this nigga was kingpin or that he was doing hella dirt with niggas for years and years and he sold them out. You know what I'm saying? And you got people that if they didn't hate the kid as much as they did hate the kid, they would be telling totally different stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the main shit, I talk about how he ripped the Breakfast Club twice and shit. And he really, like, ripped Charlemagne twice. And Charlemagne and them niggas took it as a victory when he went to jail and all that shit. Hope they be under the jail. And the way he came out, if he was another motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? A different type of nigga that they actually kind of fuck with and thought something of. They'd be singing a totally different tune and shit. But when this nigga tried to give money to, like, almost a quarter mil to uh, some kids and they, um, some foundation. To, yeah, to feed yeah. hungry kids. Feed kids and they gave the money back. It's like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't, they should have gave them. Yeah, they right to get the money back. They don't want to be associated. What the oh, fuck out here? Shut up. Bill and yeah, yeah. niggas that did real dirt and shit. Give, give fucking masks in jail. Like, oh, that's great. It's like, they ain't never say, oh, they should give that money back because Meek had a gun and shit, even though he didn't do all the shit they said. But, you know what I'm saying? It's like, niggas like Snoop went on trial for murder and shit. You know what I'm saying? You, this kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He did come out of jail, spoke his piece, dropped a banger, wanted to donate money to kids, fucking exposing billboard shit, doing all the shit that motherfuckers would really, really appreciate if it wasn't him. You know what I'm saying? And... Mm -hmm. I mean, it's <coughs> the bullshit. it make niggas, to me, it make niggas look real salty, real salty and shit. And Why? it is what it is. But there's enough motherfuckers that, like, enough, like, old heads and shit, you know what I'm saying, that fucking hate on the kid enough that they can hear other niggas that they respect hate on the kid so they can, like, you know, kind of brush it off and, like, kind of va validate them being, like, suckers and shit. But yeah. no sucker shit here, man. Fucks with niggas 6 9 I don't know about right. Ant, though. I don't know if Ant always fuck with 6ix9ine the way we fuck with 6ix9ine. Yo, Ant, 6ix9ine. Pause. What about, I mean, it's, it's not much you can say. I mean, I, I mean like, no, I mean, like, are you, like, if you talk about the ratting thing, like, I don't necessarily agree with it or understand it. In his case, like I said, I could see if he's out there really gangbanging. He was just, he just a toy gangster. He was just, he's a civilian that was running around with a bunch of gangster niggas and gangster mm -hmm. niggas into gangster niggas. Somehow this shit happens. If you get caught up in the middle of it, quite simply, if, if that judge come up to you and like, we're going to throw, you know, 25 years at you, or you could just say a couple names, we could work some shit out. Nine times out of 10, people are taking that deal. They take that deal all the time. All the hardest street niggas that you heard of, the reason why them or their homies went up in jail is because someone got in that stand and they pointed their finger right at them. It's, mm -hmm. as, as much as the gangster life is what it is, ratting is, is almost the same part of it because that's how you end up in jail. Someone's going to say something to somebody. Mm -hmm. You're going to end up behind those bars because they they not they might do five, but they ain't doing fifty. But if you got to do fifty, so they can do five to ten. Sure, mm -hmm. no, you ain't going to be in the same jail. How the shit goes? It's part of it, but they never want to talk about that. They always want to talk about like this is the code. This is what we stand for. You just named off a bunch of historic names that we talk about with gangs and stuff that mm -hmm. end up turning on people. This is what happens. So I mean, I'm not going to be mad at the guy's success. He's doing whatever he can, and what he's doing right now, like like the thing about the the money being turned away, like I I thought that was just stupid because the money mm -hmm. don't know from. Like I'm like whatever my past is, how much of an asshole I might have been. Look, I'm doing this because the world's in trouble and I'm trying to help out these people. But yeah. but you want to make a political stand now in a point where you really don't need it to say that oh no nah, we can't take that money from him because we don't like what he stands for. 
Nobody give a fuck what he said. You're taking money from millionaires and know, know what kind of crazy shit goes on behind their doors. It's just not public like his is. Stop being an asshole about it. He's going to do whatever he's going to do. I hope he, he learned his lesson. I hope he's on the straight and narrow, that he stays out of the bullshit and he goes ahead and just makes whatever kind of music that just these kids love. Because like I said, it's a week in and that music video is almost at 200 million views. Good for him. Mm-hmm. But all this other shit for them, for everybody, for all these other artists in, in the in the game, all of a sudden, like, you know, we're not talking about rats. We're not worried about rats. We're not yada, 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 yada. They know somebody. They know their homie that's in jail because they're right. Now, basically, that rat is still around here moving just as freely as anybody else. So like, I know a dude who ratted on his brother and, look, and, and still went to go see his brother every week. Mm. Yo, but before, but before we get on... I'm a foul-ass nigga, but mm. I won't. Well, before we get on this, I want, I want to just say one more thing, like, just draw a little parallel. When uh, Bobby Smarter had that joint, you know what I'm saying? And he was popping the shit, then he was trying to catch another one. He kind of caught another one a little bit. And when that nigga went to jail, everybody was talking about how dumb that motherfucker was. You know what I'm saying? All this shit. Then, after he, like, fucking, like, uh, took a longer sentence for his man, I think, uh, Roddy, or what, yeah, what his name yeah. was and shit. Yeah, they went down the same. Yeah, he Rowdy took, a, he took a even, yeah, he took an even sentence so that he could get this, they could have the same amount of years. Right. Yeah, and then you still had some motherfuckers saying he was dumb, but then you had other folks saying, okay, that was stand-up and shit. And I hear now, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers want to, well, they've been trying to do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, oh, yeah, they want to hold that up against fucking... Six nine, some old heads and some like young heads just like yeah. When when uh when Bobby come home, yada yada. I'm like yo, Bobby had one and was struggling to get two. Yeah, but he he, yeah, but here's the thing: the the thing behind that, and I I, I get that, mm-hmm. but you know it wasn't just it's two, six nine was saying that he was saying as soon as Bobby can't come yeah. home, he gonna mm-hmm. give it mm-hmm. he gonna give it up. And mm-hmm. you gotta understand like that Bobby connection in the streets is real. Like he really was part of New York, they took him in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, his, his connection to, to the streets is real, so, like, it's, it's beyond the music when they talk like that, you know I know, I mean? I, it really and that's is. Not, and that's how I want to speak on this shit, like, just ask y'all a couple questions, right? Like, fucking, uh, it's all, all the street talk and, like, gang shit, <clears throat> and, I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say it like this, I listen to, like, Joe Bunn podcast, right, and the dude Maul on, the, on that show, he was going real hard against 6 9 like the rat and shit. And that nigga, like, fuck, he like fucking damn near 40 and shit. He grown. You know he was around our age and shit. He talking all of this street shit and the street code and this, that, whatever shit. And it's like, yo, this, he, he disrespecting the culture and shit. He made money off it, but he wasn't true to the streets. And my shit is this. Is our culture really supposed to, like, not fuck with a nigga because they violated the... Fucking no, subculture, not even subculture, counterculture. Gang shit and street shit is counterculture because I mean, we all know like niggas that you know did illegal shit. Some of us might have did illegal shit. We ain't gonna speak on that, but it's like I'll let you go, B, then I'll go. It's like, right, I don't get it. Okay, right, I'm just waiting I, for Joe. All right, so, so my whole thing is it's not even like a subculture of like black culture or whatever, it's a counterculture, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I just okay. It's, it, it, that's that's how I feel about it. Right. It's real, but go ahead, go ahead. But Joe, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but you're, you're talking from an aspect of somebody who lives on this side of the country. You know what I mean? Like it's certain places. Like if you go to Cali, where the shit niggas really take this shit serious, 
You know what I mean? Your daddy, your mom might have been involved in the shit. Like it's a lot <laughs> different. But what I but but I, I get what you're saying, and and this is this is why I hold, hold those gang niggas to fall. Like if you go go back and look, um, John, we brought up Sammy the Bull, right? John mm-hmm. Gotti always said, "Yo, that's my fault because I sh- I, I I never was supposed to fuck. I, I never fucked with a dude who never did time before. You know what I'm saying? And he never did time." And so that's why he reacted like this. Like they didn't grow up with this six nine nigga, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And usually when you when you click like that, when right. you when you gang like that, mm-hmm. like those are the people from your neighborhood that you knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know their moms and all the rest of that shit. They met him later on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They met him as Danny. You know what I mean? At that point in time, and they was like, "Yo, we could." He, he, and he was like, "Yo, I could be something." And they bit. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. see, and then they let him join in on the types of things that they were doing. If you look at the background of every major artist that in, in hip hop that we had, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't really say to this day because probably like in the mid 2000s, it changed a lot when the money came in. Mm-hmm. But it was, they were backed by street niggas, yo. Yeah. It was all backed by street niggas. It was all backed by, by, by people who you would associate as thugs. Mm-hmm. But what they would do is they would separate those actions. They would separate their business. Like, okay, right. this is your rap side. Right. This is my street shit. It's never going to correspond, right? So I blame them gang niggas for this. Exactly. Because they did two things, yo. They they had a nigga they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? He, he, they didn't come up with this nigga and none of that shit. And they let him get involved with the types of shit that he shouldn't have been involved with, yo. If you out here trying to make money, is the whole point of this shit, that you wouldn't have had him doing none of that shit. You wouldn't have had him even seeing it. Feel me? Yeah. And that's my shit. And you got a lot of motherfuckers that talk that, yo, man, he ratted on. Yo, let's uh, shout out to the real niggas that he ratted on. It's like, yo, them niggas was the fucking dumb. real criminal dumbass niggas that yeah. let this dumb. nigga in. You yeah. got nigga making bread for you. Why are you violating this nigga the way you violating this nigga? Why are you even letting this nigga think he could say, yo, put a hit on so-and-so. Laugh at this nigga. Tell him to go back to the fucking studio. Go back to fucking Instagram. And just keep getting your bread and do what you do in the background. Like, like you said, like the biggest artist that we grew up like seeing and shit. And even Name him, Snoop. Rock him. We can go back, dog. We can go back. Rock him, LL. You know what I mean? DL. No, but like, cool, Joe Joe Button. (laughs) Joe Button. Franken, shout out to Queens. Shout out to Franken Nick. But look, but like, KRS1. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to think. Them niggas, yo, them niggas was was held down by dudes who you go into their neighborhood. It's a problem. See what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about the origins of rap. Yeah, one of the biggest hip hop movies is fucking, uh, what was it? Fucking straight out of Compton and shit. The whole shit started like, yo, you the fucking yeah, you the you the gangster. We talking your life, and if anything, if it's like that, then maybe you if you want to be a part of shit, or maybe jump in like Easy did, or just stay in the background. Easy want to stay in the background like you was supposed to. It shout to yeah, shout to Jeezy, BMF, and shout to Southwest T. He just came home the, um a week ago, but it was backed by major. You know what I'm saying? Gold Link, whose uncle is Wayne Perry. Well, I don't want to get, we don't got to go there. We deep down that shit, but it is what it is. Do your Googles if you don't know who that is. Nah, that's some real shit, Brian. Like, all these niggas was backed by street niggas, and I don't feel any sympathy for the street niggas that was too dumb to, like, keep the little Mexican boy in pocket. But you know what? But you know what, Joe? To your your point, Joe, I don't think, I think people look, I think, no, let me be more specific. I think those people that you're speaking to look at them 
like that, even if they are of the same set. They're like, you stupid motherfucker, you wasn't supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Why would you mess up the money? You messed up the money. Yeah, but them, but them niggas, like, the niggas, them type of niggas are the ones that's gonna stay a lot lower and shit, and they don't have the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of followers or, like, Instagram or Twitter and shit like that. So, I mean, like you saying, real niggas is probably looking back to the situation like that. You let that kid get in. You know what I'm saying? And y'all fucked up. But, I mean, I, th- I think just the masses don't really look at it like that. And, I mean, we ain't the fucking, like, champions for fucking, like, 6 9 I think we just yeah. keeping it real and, yeah. and say folks, like, Look at this shit. I mean, we may be the champions for six. We years. might be, because it's fucking with dude. Yeah. Like, as soon as the video yeah. dropped, I put it on Facebook like the king is back. Yeah. I didn't yeah. see the video. Yeah. I didn't see the video at all. I've be been man, shit. I told everybody, watch this video. He's like, yo, you serious? I'm like, yo, I'm like about 95% serious right now. I ain't even like trolling. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, nah, man. It's, it's funny. This is episode 68. It would have lined up perfectly if it was episode 69. Pause. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Like, fuck, I say get money and shit. Stay alive. You know what I'm saying? And, and fuck Scotty Pippen ass. Yeah, well, before we say fuck Scotty Pippen, man, we recording tonight on what is the 95th anniversary of the birth of one of the greatest. Men in like American history, very history period, is yeah. Brother Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? And, so uh, Joe, I, I'm I'm not gonna cut you. Um, yeah. and I know you know, and and usually I wouldn't stop you on 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 important points like this, but it's El Haj Malik El Shabazz. Yeah, El Haj Malik El Shabazz. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I disrespect it. But yeah, man, uh, May 19th, uh, 1925. So yeah, you would be 95 right now. And um, it's ill following up like 6 9 with like, oh, fuck that Malcolm X and shit. But um, I mean, El Hash Malik, El Shabazz. But, you know, we always got to like get flowers and shit like that. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was, he was a revolutionary and a prophet. He came through in a time period when, um, when that space, was was not really being occupied, you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. he changed his life. He he, he he changed his life and he changed the life of others and, and others around him. I mean, not not too long ago, but it was a couple months ago, we watched Who Killed Malcolm X. We watched that documentary. We talked mm-hmm. about it here. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's a larger than life figure. He's not just counterculture. Um, the whole FBI was, uh, um, and the NYPD and um, they were all banned CIA. They were all banding together to find find out information against them, and they had nothing. They weren't able to find anything against this dude. Uh, you, you know, especially after finding all the shit that they did against King. You know what I mean? God bless him too. But it is what it is. Al Haj Malik El Shabazz, Malcolm X. He was he was a bigger than life prophet, and and he was. He was real about what he was saying. He actually believed what he was saying at the time. And that's why he was able to admit that, Dag, I see saw something different and said I'm wrong and took a step back and wanted to change that, too. And, and I think that man was uh, was a couple months before his 40th birthday when he was, you know, gunned down. So it's like, nigga, was thir- brother was 39. And I'm thinking, like, damn, I'm 39. Everybody on this pod, <clears throat> it's 39 and up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to think about all he accomplished, like, from where he started, you know what I'm saying? And, like, the shit he went through to become the man he was and the leader impact that he did, 
before like the age of 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, no, it's, cra- it's crazy when I start thinking about like the age I am, you know, or the ages we are, like being older than these guys that are like, yeah, you know, bigger than life. You know, shout out to Yo Gotti, they his 39th birthday. But uh, yeah, back to my. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, but not you. You're right, Joe. I mean, even just speaking to what you just saying to, I mean, I, I'm I'm 44. I recently, only as of four years ago, stopped counting milestones of being a black male, me, me, reaching certain ages. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 16, 18, 21, 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to count those. Like, I'm a black man. I made it 30. I accomplished something. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I don't got no felonies. I ain't never been arrested. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I ain't get caught up in nothing because. I mean, if you a kid of the crack, most of us are the, uh, 80s, not 80s kids, but kids that grew up in that crack era. Yeah. Those a lot of motherfuckers did not make it out of it simply because of what happened mm. to their parents mm-hmm. during that time when they were growing up. So I looked at 16, graduating high school, 18, graduating college, 21. Like those were little, those were literal milestones for me that I said, I hope I get to see this age mm-hmm. because that was perpetuated in our minds during the 80s and the crack wars and then TNT, if you lived in New York, the TNT days, that you wasn't more than likely going to see that. You was really going to grow up, go one or two ways. You were either going to be a crack user or a crack dealer. And that yeah. was pounded into your mind frame. And it's crazy. Even so, though I was like, uh, um, I just want to say real quick, like, even though I was like fucking like church choir boy when I was a kid and just like, after that, just good student and like from high school to college and not much more like problems and shit. Like, I remember being like 20, I remember me and my uh, me and my homie, we turned like 25, we were sitting around just thinking about like different folks we knew that went a totally different path. I was like, damn. And just looking at shit like that. We 25, we was calling ourselves hood elderly and shit. Like, it's like so many niggas ain't get there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, but go ahead, Brian. So, uh, I just wanted to read this meme to kind of close it out. Um, I, I, I saw it on the internet. It said, um, if Maya Angelou died at 20, she would have died a prostitute and a single mom. If Malcolm mm-hmm. X died at 20, he would have died a De- as Detroit Red, a thief, woman beater, and drug addict. People's mistakes often lead to their greatest de- destiny. We all have a story to tell. You are not your mistakes. Word. 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 And on that yeah. note, we thank you for, uh, Joe, you want to go ahead and say something real quick? I just want to say Scotty Pippen died at 20. Jordan, we got championships. Uh, we are the better than you pod <laughs> well, we want to thank you for joining us we are the better than you pod if you want to get at us you can always get at us on IG at better than you pod we want all the praise we want all the smoke until next week peace Peace. Right. I didn't realize that hour went through so by so fast I had some, yeah. some shit I wanted to get into but that's how I could hold it what did you want to get into? Oh, is this shit still recording? Is it like five minute shit or is it? No, 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 no. It's a deeper shit. It's a more serious. It's a more serious. It's a funny. It's it's a funny shit, but it goes into a real more serious, you know, situation uh, uh, yeah. outlook. All right, so it's we'll not for sixty nine, then. So I guess peace for, for real this time. Oh shit! You still? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can let that rock out.